Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Art Bruja podcast. This is your host, Arialis Estrella, and this week we're going to be talking about <laughs> we're going to be talking about herbalism, herbalism, and we're going to be talking about how we can pull magic from our art and how to do that with our different crafts. So stay tuned and let's get into it. So when it comes to herbalism, herbalism refers to the study and use of plants and the natural world to assist us in human society. So we have herbology, the study of plants, the classification of different plants, and then herbalism, which essentially uses plant parts and components of different plants and the different amino acids that they create to um, enhance our skincare, to enhance our diet, to enhance our senses, to revitalize us, to cleanse us. There's so many different ways that we use plants in our day-to-day life. And even though our, you know, pharmaceutical industry kind of makes everything seem like it's just a powder and a pill, um, it's those are actually components from the plants that are isolated and then mixed to make that pill that you use. So, you know, even if you don't have any connection to the natural world and you don't see plants on a daily, you know, trip of whatever you're doing in your life, they're still a part of everything that we use um, and do with our senses and our lives. Um, And it is because of plants that humans have survived for so long. Um, It's definitely the utilization of plants. Um, For my episode, I really only wanted to talk for just a brief aspects of herbalism. Like I've definitely used herbalism when it comes to my skincare. I've been a tea drinker since I was like eight with my mom. Like she taught me a lot about plants and just like herbs and teas um, and remedies that you could use um, like aloe vera. It's just, there's so much that you can use that plants, um, you know, they are free. You just really have to tend to them and then you get these amazing side effects. Um, And then also you just have to be careful and do your research to know what you are growing and what you are putting on top of your skin or ingesting. You want to be really careful um, and do your research. But um, I'll just talk about some teas that I like. I'll talk about some oils from like plants that I really enjoy. I'll talk about aromatherapy. So um, let's go ahead and start with the tea and the internal aspect of herbalism. So starting with the ways that I would take herbs internally, I started drinking tea at a very young age and the first impression that I got from tea was that my mom would drink it, she would drink it for her health, and she specifically, I feel like a lot of Latina moms they gave into this trend where they would drink like very like slimming teas um, or like weight loss teas, but you know with that I with that I gathered that I liked tea. I liked the ritual of making a drink that was specific for like my health, for the benefit of my health, for my nervous system. Um, also, a daily habit that I could form that was you know. Uh, supportive of life energy so I think my favorite tea first from the jump was always chamomile tea and when I first started taking tea I would 
drink it with a lot of honey. Like it was super sweet. And it was just like such a dessert tea. And I would have chamomile tea like hot practically every night. And I lived in a desert um, back um, when I was a child. So it would be really hot, but I would still be drinking these hot teas. And then I eventually I got into iced teas and that was really fun. Um, but I moved from chamomile tea to green tea. Um, a lot of like Mexican uh, markets would have all these teas. Um, I tried cinnamon tea. I ended up making just so many different little like tea mixes. And then tea is something that I've actually carried throughout my entire life as an adult now. I have a full like jar of tea. I have my tea kettle. Um, and so tea is amazing because of the different terpenes and the different antioxidants and the different anti-inflammatory properties that are within the teas. Um, and there's also like just it's so many different plants that are so beneficial for your body, like licorice root being amazing for your throat health, making sure that it's nice and um, moisturized and soothed. Um, the way that they add, you know, the right amount of herbs that have caffeine versus lack of caffeine to have different properties. Um, and people who smoke pot, like myself, we all love tea. Like it's kind of like a, it's like a known fact that a lot of pot smokers do enjoy themselves their tea because there's just so many, it's so much variety and we appreciate herbs, obviously, since marijuana is an herb and a flower. So yeah, so tea is like one of the most common ways that herbalism is helpful to us. Um, there's also the ways that plants are isolated into skincare. Like you'll notice that you, they use tinctures, they use extracts, they use absolutes of different plants. And these oils have different properties for your skin, whether it is firming or, you know, cleansing or moisturizing. Um, there's just such an array of a bunch of different plants. So yeah, I think one of the most important ways that we can foster a relationship with nature is just to make sure that you are ingesting nature, that you are um, using nature on your skin, really understanding that like nature is assisting you in living your life and maintaining your health. The way that we oil our hair, the way that we oil our skin, like all of that comes from plants. And without that, we would really just be so crusty and dusty on this earth. And it's just so funny that people who are so anti-plant, um, I, I mean, I doubt that a lot of them exist, but I feel like the people who are so anti-plant just don't have that, that extra care. You know, they, you can tell that things that they use are artificial and they're not like of nature of our natural state. Um, yeah, like it's just, it's so easy to tell that, you know, natural things and plants, they just coexist with our body chemistry and, you know, they don't leave us with rashes and shit. Like, it's just, it's nice that humans have, you know, cooperated and coexisted with plants and have used the plant kingdom to evolve and to, you know, improve their wellness and their consciousness. Because there's also, like, the study that ingesting certain mushrooms help your brain um, evolve and change. So, yeah, tap into the natural world. Herbalism is great. Um, getting into the skincare, I am a huge fan of different oils. I 
oils. I use different oils in my hair, on my skin. I love argan oil. Right now I'm using marula facial oil for its antioxidant properties on my face. Um, I love olive oil. I love coconut oil, the classics. Um, honestly, for me, as long as I have a nice, gentle cleanser and a rich oil, that's all I really need. And that's all anyone really needs. I just feel like everything else might be a bit excessive and consumerist. But, um, you know, as long as you have a good cleanser to remove excess dirt and buildup, and then you have a nice oil to replenish what is stripped away, then you are fine with your skin and hair care. Um, but, you know, there's also a, just a bunch of different natural plants and herbs that you can use um, for your skin that is enhancing your skincare. So, yeah, that is about all I have to say for herbalism. Um, I want to encourage everyone to tap into the natural world around them, kind of get curious about the herbs that they're using in their cooking, um, ingesting, smelling, seeing, see what plants are in your local neighborhoods. Whenever I'm biking to work, I will notice just like, any plants or trees that I haven't noticed before. Today I noticed an oak tree that had like white leaves and they were so pretty and it was shedding. So yeah, that was a cool aspect of seeing a new plant. There's also this really beautiful violet bush of, um, there's a bush of violet flowers on my bike home. So yeah, look into the natural world, see how it can be of use to you but also make sure that you're replenishing the natural world if you are taking from it. Um, next, we're going to talk about our art, crafts, and how we can use magic in our different crafts. Stay tuned. Now, I'm going to be inclusive of various different crafts, whether it is in fashion, or whether you are a visual artist or a musician. We can all use our gifts that we are given to enhance our magic. Um, so for myself as a visual artist, I will use visual symbols to enhance my artwork. I will um, summon certain motifs and archetypes in my artwork and that will kind of like inspire the piece or it'll inspire the flow. Or if I just want to summon a certain aspect, like if I want the um the fertility symbol of the bee and the flowers i can paint that into a certain painting um and kind of like manifest a certain like um idealized version of what i want reality to be and as painters you know we create portals with our images with our mind's eye so our eyes are like one of our biggest blessings and you know that's not to say that blind people can't paint and like infuse their visualization in their paintings but essentially like visual artists we use our eyes there's the musicians that have their auditory gifts um i'm sure people who are more tactile are great with fabrics and you know really good at understanding how to make fabrics work and how to make different textures work so it just depends on what you know about yourself and what you know your strengths are um, and using that to enhance your work. Um, like, I know that when I am playing with visual motifs and I am working with um, specific 
like desired outcomes that I want to see in the real world that I will use this painting to represent. Um, that is an intentional way of creating magical art. Um, and whether you're creating, you know, magical art visions or whether you are painting realism, it really doesn't matter. It's more so about the intent put behind um, the painting and your thought process and the way that you use your emotions during the craft. Um, for me, it's painting. So for others, it might be, you know, practicing on making music or sewing or knitting or crocheting. Um, I'm sure you can infuse, if you're a crochet um, artist or a knitter or you work with fabrics, I'm sure you can um, call upon like the spirit of the spider to really, you know, have that determination and that skill of spinning a web. Um, you can you call upon nature spirits. Um, don't be surprised when they like pop up on you because that's happened a couple times where like I'll want to work with like, like oh like I noticed when I first got my bumblebee I have a, a bumblebee tattoo on my sternum when I first got that tattooed when I was living in SF I remembered I kept running across bumblebees like they kept coming across me so I think that like whatever energy you're working with you'll definitely see it pop up in the physical world I think that's all where our it's all about where your attention goes and focus goes and so I guess I must have been focusing more on bees after I got the tattoo but. Regardless, um, I did love working with the magic of bees and how it made me appreciate nature and my role in nature. And so, yeah, next we're going to talk about how myself as a visual artist, how I use color magic, um, and also how you can get into a meditative space when you are doing your craft and a little bit of what that's like. So what I love about color magic as an artist is that you can use color magic in every single aspect of life. You can use color magic with the clothes that you wear, the colors that you watch on your phone, the colors that you see on your, you know, home environment. Um, and so I'm going to go through some of the colors and their various meanings next. So I just want to say that while I mainly use this when it comes to painting, I also have used this when it comes to makeup and the clothes that I wear and the clothes that I buy because intentional purchasing is essentially me using color magic and understanding that like these colors symbolize these different values and I'm gonna, when I wear this shirt, I will essentially... I'm creating symbols with my wardrobe, with my makeup, um, and with my paintings. Um, if you make music, you could probably do the same thing with different types of notes or different chords or harmonies, you know? Uh, kind of find the association with your craft and, um, you know, that'll kind of be the more magical side of it. But here are some color associations that are pretty common. Um, this was just literally me Googling color magic. And so it's a chart, and so it says white is peace, balance, harmony, cleansing, and purifying. Um, there's black, protection, warding, and banishing. Yellow is happiness, joy, and abundance. Orange is creativity, attraction, and summoning. Red is love, lust, seduction, and passion. Green is prosperity, money, and growth. 
Purple is psychic abilities, astral magic, intuition, and third eye. Brown is grounding, stability, and connecting with the earth. Silver is truth, intuition, and connecting with lunar energies. Blue is healing, calming, peace, and protection. Pink is self-love, romantic love, happiness, calming, peace, and nurturing. So all these different colors, this is what someone said these meanings mean. But you can essentially establish your own standards for anything that's magical. As long as that's what you feel when you are in that, the presence of that energy. Like if you really feel like to you pink is aggression and violence and rage, then that is totally what it is to you and you can wear pink when you want to summon a very warlike energy um, or a very aggressive energy where you are ready to take on whatever's in front of you when you wear that article of clothing or when you put that eye pigment on um, or when you paint that painting with that color so yeah look into color magic um, right now i'm using color magic specifically with my hair color um, dyeing it purple violet I definitely feel like my associations with this color are like psychic energy, psychic protection. I've definitely been grounding myself spiritually during this period, um, especially as I feel like I'm pulled in a bunch of different directions from school to work to relationships to friendships. Um, I just feel like it is important that I ground myself with some moment of stillness, whether it is through yoga, meditation, or whether when I'm riding my bike, I just breathe intentionally and deeply and focus on the present moment. Um, and that is a form of meditation that's been lifelong, which is returning to the present moment and being active in the present and not just mm -hmm. in my head, but in the present moment. So yeah, that is this week's episode on color magic, on artistry magic, and on herbalism, you know, I if you're an artist and you haven't really explored herbalism, I am so happy that you get to experience what herbs and plants can do for us. For me as an asthmatic specifically, I really got into eucalyptus oils. I got into eucalyptus the plant. I'm growing a eucalyptus plant right now. Um, I love what it does for my breathing. Oh. I have noticed that, you know, because we really take for granted all these different um, inventions, but coffee, which is one of the most amazing plants for breathing, it helps to expand the blood vessels to allow us to get more oxygen. So I've been taking that morning cup of coffee and breathing with it. And it just feels good. It feels good that I am using these plants to assist me. I use chamomile tea when I want to relax. I drink elderberry when I feel myself getting stuffy and, you know, sickly. Um, I drink green tea when I feel lethargic, you know, or when I want my metabolism to speed up if I feel really like sluggish and slow. Um, so yeah, explore the world, explore the plants and the natural world. so much for listening to the art brew hub podcast i truly appreciate anyone and everyone who is interested in forming a community centered around spirituality 
inclusiveness and understanding that human life is complicated. There's a lot that we don't know, but as we learn, we can bring that to the surface of civilization so that we we may all benefit. So, yeah, good night. Thanks for listening and join me next week. Um, I will see what we talk about. Got some things in my journal.